This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We go across this country... Ding, 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 somebody. ding, 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 ding. Oh, my gosh. RVs are the thing. So I'm thinking we get an RV here, get an RV down there, and we just go on the road and, and do the show from there. I'm, I'm game. I'm not particularly interested in driving, so if you guys are volunteering, that's cool. I'll be in the back. Similar to George Jones. <laughs> not doing George Jones things, trust me. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to hour two of the RP show. <laughs> I was going to say this is where it gets wild, but it's kind of been wild for most of the show today. It is a football Friday. I don't think we have any breaking news to pass along at this moment, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, if you've just tuned in on Game Plus TV or WQEE, maybe you're just tuning into hour two of the podcast and you're not listening live. Randy from Winnipeg writes in and says, dogs, cats, horses, always something to see on the RP show. So I very much appreciate our good friend Alana Nolan lining up that interview with Sam Mitchell, the founder of Ski Jordu in Alberta. I didn't expect she was going to bring a horse on with her. But as Joe Rock had said, just right for the party. And then as the intro was rolling here into hour two, I just found out we don't have G. Roy Simon live, but we will. The assistant general manager of the Edmonton Elks. Oh, Derek, we're good. I think I'm going to try and handle it, Moose, myself. Some fun, some fun things that we're doing. Uh, what we do every day is the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and it is... A very simple one today. Who will win Super Bowl 57 Sunday in Glendale, Arizona? Kansas City Chiefs or Philadelphia Eagles? Not shockingly, Kansas City, 52% of the vote on Twitter from you people. Capital Automall has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. 52% saying the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs to win simply because my guy... Chris Sanford down there, my gym buddy in Coconut Creek, Florida. He wants to take the Eagles. So clearly we can't both take the Eagles. So I will take Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Which, incidentally, Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the Associated Press NFL MVP Award Thursday night. Did you watch NFL Honors, their annual award show? They stole it from the CFL, Moose. They stole it. They moved their, their awards from Saturday night to Thursday night. Nobody told me. So I was at the keg enjoying a Kansas City strip loin with my guy Bob, and I was watching the Oilers game, and I, I normally like to tune in the awards on the Saturday night at the Super Bowl. They moved it to Thursday, and I couldn't watch it. But Patrick Mahomes won MVP. He took 48 out of 50 first-place votes. Somebody uh, voted, somebody that had a vote, voted for the Buffalo Bills trainer for the MVP for saving DeMar Hamlin's life on field at Cincinnati in that game. But 
Anyways, I don't know. <sighs> Trying to keep it somewhat on the rails and normal here. Like Super Bowl week. We went last year to L.A., had a lot of fun. I said we'd be going back every year. I think I just got swept up in the momentum of it because it was a lot of fun. But I don't know. I'm starting to think it's kind of like Calgary Stampede. The Stampede was awesome. I wanted to go my whole life. You longtime audience of this program, which wouldn't include our radio listeners in Atlanta, by the way, because we didn't get on the radio there until September 2nd. I wanted to go to the Calgary Stampede my whole life, the greatest outdoor show on earth. And it is awesome. But then by the time I went on that championship Sunday, it was a gong show. It was out of control. It's the Super Bowl of rodeo. Of course it was out of control. I'm like, I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know if I need to go back. Where is the Super Bowl next year, Moose? Do you know? We don't even know. Doesn't matter. It's all about this game. But I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, somebody want to write in and tell me? Oh, it's in Vegas. Did you know that, Clark? Somebody's... Oh, where's next year's Super Bowl? And I should have known. It's in Las Vegas. Uh, by the way, our VP of Sim Events, Nelson, writes in. He says, uh, the computer simulation has the Kansas City Chiefs with a 52% winning probability. He's got 33-30. Who are you saying is going to win? This is the exact thing Nelson just wrote. This computer simulation has the Chiefs with a 52% win probability. Take the Eagles and the over. 33-30 Philly. But you're telling me the computer is saying Kansas City is going to win. So why would I not bet on that? <sighs> Last hour we played the Bet Regal Super Bowl prop challenge. And I invite you to do the same. All you got to do is plug your email address in there. It's free and fun to play. We bet on the things like how long will the anthem be? How many songs will Rihanna play at halftime? Will the team that scores first go on to win the game? Who will have more passing yards, receiving yards? It's a lot of fun. And if you nail it, you can win prizes like this gear from Bet Regal. Nelson says, take the upset. That's your advice. The computer's saying Kansas City will win. As Chris Jones would say, don't get it twisted. We didn't spend a lot of time in hour one on the Canadian Football League. And we, we ran through all the hockey stuff last night, by the way. The Oilers losing at Philadelphia in a shootout. And I watched that game. Kind of had a bit of an eye on the Flames' loss in Detroit. And I'll just say, if you missed it from an hour ago, if I was the Flames, I would. they need a shakeup. Clearly, Daryl Sutter said enough, and it's not working. Brad Tree Living's done enough. He made the moves. He got rid of the guys that didn't want to be there. So they've done their job. You got to do something in that room to wake those players up. Trade deadline's coming March 3rd. It's time. And by the way, Matthew Kachuk could run for governor of Florida and unseat Ron DeSantis. That's how popular Matthew Kachuk is in Florida right now. So... Not my job to figure out what's going on and why he couldn't be successful in Calgary, but it's somebody's, and they better get it figured out soon. Oh, the betting experts are writing in and saying, take the underdog because it pays more. Fair enough. Okay, thank you for that. We got G. Roy Simon with us now from the Edmonton Elks front office for uh, a good chat. We got some time. What's up, 81? How you doing? How you doing? How's it I'm great. How's it going? Good, good, G. Roy. Where are we catching up with you from today? Where are you at? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. How about that, G. Roy? <laughs> where we're on the radio, WQEE right now. Uh, so I got to ask you, as they say, half the CFL lives in Atlanta in the offseason. Um, <laughs> let's just hop right to it. This negotiating window, this week in the Canadian Football League, what's the recap of what you guys have been doing with uh, the Edmonton Elks? Uh, you know, we're just trying to make, make our team better, uh, trying to find some guys that are explosive, some guys that are fast, some guys that can upgrade uh, from where we were last year. Obviously, you know, 4-14 four and 14 is, is a disappointing season, but, um, you know, we feel good about where we're at and where, where we're headed. 
For the audience, we've got a Canadian Football Hall of Famer here in G. Roy Simon. So if you've got questions for him, fire him my way through the YouTube chat or the text line 902-518-3033. Here is my question for you, G. Roy. Can you explain what's going on this week in the CFL? Because I'm not that clear on it, but it's not my job. Um, it seems confusing from the outside. Is it confusing from the inside? What's going on in negotiations yeah. right now? No, so right now we have a negotiating window where we have five days to uh, negotiate with potential free agents, um, and you know you can you can basically talk freely as far as um, you know if if they want to come to your team you can negotiate contracts. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna put in an offer you have to go through the league, um, which you know most most teams probably aren't doing that, but. Um, you know, it's just it's just an opportunity to, to, to get out and talk to as many guys as possible um, that, that might be a fit for your team. Um, you know, you talk to the agents, you talk to the player, you talk to whoever you need to talk to to, 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 to see if if the opportunity presents itself and, and, and if the, 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 the player is a fit. Um, it's it's it, I think it's a I think it's a great experience. Um, because you, it gives you time to get to know these guys um, more than just you know uh, just players. You, you get to understand what these are, what these guys are about, what they do in their off season, what they do in their um, on their downtime, and and what 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 kind of things make them tick. Do you have much to do with this, Giroy, or is your role scouting raw rookies? Are you involved in this stuff that's going on this week? Yeah, I basically do all the negotiating. I mean, obviously Chris Chris gets involved mm. uh, with with some of some of the guys, but for the most part, um, I do the majority of the negotiating. Um, and you know, it, it's a collaborative effort uh, as far as you know, can players and, and and agents and and things like that. But once it, once it comes down and say, all right, this is what we're this is what the direction we're going to go into, that's when you know I, I kind of step in and 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 do a lot of the negotiating. Okay, well, to the fun stuff in your pro Hall of Fame career, did you, en let's put you uh, in the player's shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, did you enjoy this time of year or not? Because you stayed in B.C., British Columbia, a very long time. It depends on the player. Some players get wrought with anxiety, and some yeah. kind of enjoy it. Where were you on that? Well, I only hit free agency, uh, really, uh, when I, um, at the end of my first season in BC or second season in BC, I only hit free agency one time. So um, I went through it for about a week and just decided to stay in BC. Um, and that, that was when Wally, Wally was coming to, to BC. So I knew that um, I won BC anyways. And then, you know, throughout the years, I, it was never an issue for me because I, I, you know, we, we had our talks at the end of the season said, we wanted to come back. This is the number we wanted to come at, come back at. It was a it was a very easy negotiating uh, period for me when, when it came to free agency because I never really got free for about twelve years. I get it, I get it, and uh, so <clears throat> to the new audience, G. Roy from Johnstown, Pennsylvania, played with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Buccaneers, and then into the CFL with the Bombers, Lions, and Rough Rider. His this is a Hall of Fame career, three time Great Cup champion, every year. All pro, <laughs> division all star, well, pretty much every one of those years. Yeah, what? No, I was going to say, say I played for both both of these teams that are in the Super Bowl. I was I was on both of these teams as well. So they both had the the pleasure in cutting. <laughs> How about that? Right, hi guy. Do you have a rooting interest in Super Bowl Fifty Seven? Well, Philadelphia is obviously in Pennsylvania, so you know. Even though I grew up a Steelers fan, I, I kind of tend toward you know I, I kind of go towards the, the the Eagles. I really like Jalen Hurts. I, I want to see him get paid. So um, Patrick Mahomes has already been paid. Is so I'd like to see Jalen Hurts win so he can he can get top dollars uh, in the in the NFL. Actually, I was going to ask that. It's like all the ballers love Jalen Hurts. I'm like, what about Mahomes? But what you're saying is you love him too. But he's already, he's a little further down the line than Hurts financially. Well, you know, I really like his, the way he's, he's developed. I know there was a big story about when he was transferring out of, out of Alabama. Um, he had a chance to go to Maryland. Um, and Saban kind of told him to go to Oklahoma to, so he develops as a quarterback. 
Um, I, I really like the way he's developed. I just saw something where his passing efficiency in the pocket was the highest in the NFL this year. So he's a guy that, that you know, you, you love to see. You know, there were so many doubts about him um, and, and, you know, whether he can be a professional quarterback. But, you know, you see the development. You see the way he leads his guys. You see the way the, the guys love playing for him and playing with him. Um, so, you know, you, you have to like Jalen Hurts because he's the ultimate pro and uh, he's the ultimate team guy. Well, takes one to know one. That's what I always found about you and the wonderful time that we spent together in Saskatchewan. It's a little weird still seeing you in that shade of green, but I got to ask you, I'm sure it feels great to you. It's just different for me seeing it. Um, this rebuild in Edmonton, where are you guys at? How are you feeling about the Elks in 2023? Well, we feel really good. I mean, I think, you know, even though we didn't get the wins that we wanted last year, uh, we felt like we, we ended on the right, uh, on you know, in, in the right direction. Um, we feel going into 2023, our offensive line is intact, the entire offensive line, other than maybe one or two guys that, you know, that ended on the sixth game. And um, so we feel good about our offensive line. Our defensive line is very strong. Uh, we're going to get Daniel Ross back. We, we signed Jake Ceresno. We just got AC Leonard from Saskatchewan. Um, so we like our, off, our defensive line is going to be very, very strong. We're getting, um, we're, we're, we're getting some, some, some of our, our guys that were injured at the defensive back in the defensive backfield and uh, Aaron Grimes and, and, you know, um, uh, we, 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 we feel like we upgraded that position uh, with some, some guys who, um, who have experience in the NFL, but um, they're, they're new to the CFL. They have length, their speed, they're, they're, they're strong, they're fast, and played at a high level. So um, Taylor Cornelius has another uh, uh, has a full offseason to, to prepare for the season. Um, and, you know, once free agency hits, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're going to get more weapons. And, and uh, you know, we, we feel good about our situation. We feel we, we feel that we we have um, the key pieces in place and, and you know in, in the next few weeks we'll we'll have other pieces to, to take us to the next level. I'm, I'm gonna we're out of time and I want to I can't let you go without asking you this so we'll go a little overtime here. You mentioned Taylor Cornelius, the Oklahoma product. He um, is he the guy pulling the trigger that that this team needs. Yeah, you know, I think I think Taylor's um, development over the last two years has, has has really started to show at the end of last season. Um, you know, he's six five. He runs four five. Um, he's he's he doesn't look like any other quarterback in in the, in the CFL when he when he's you know drops back and throws the ball. Um, like I said, he has a full off season of training. We we you know we set up some some training for him to to train with some some guys that's going to make him stronger, and more more efficient as. a and then, you know, he can get bigger, stronger, faster, and, and be, be really prepared knowing that he comes into this season as, as the number one guy and he's the leader of the franchise. Great answer. Great interview. Uh, they always are with you, G-Roy. Say hey to all our friends in Atlanta, please. Safe travels, and uh, we'll be bumping into you this summer. All righty. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. CFL Receiving King, Hall of Famer, G-Roy Simon, now Assistant General Manager, of the Edmonton Elks. We'll be right back on this Football Friday. We have Farhan Lalji coming up live from Super Bowl 57. We are on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube. And we're on the radio, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Cause it's a heave ho, hi oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. 
right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. All right, let's get it going. We've got the moose back with us. Great hair. Darren Moose DuPont. Bingo! We are live from Baller's Rec Room. Hey, Moose. Hi. Are you ready for the weekend? Not yet, but I'm, I am. I am ready for You've been for a very busy guy today. Yeah. We've had meetings, and we've had meetings about meetings, and... Here we have. That's a good thing. A little thing. more work to do this afternoon, but I'll be ready for the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I got to say... I'm heading to a Junior A hockey game tonight in Esteban, Saskatchewan. Invited by my good friends down there. They have the Nippowin Hawks. Here come the Hawks. Another Hawks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do that. Regina Pats and the Moose Jaw Warriors. Saturday night in the Brand Center. And then Super Bowl watch party Sunday. Did you get my text about the mascot? I texted you in the middle of the night. I go, Okay. Wow. Um, Two squirrels getting together here right yeah, now. Yeah, and I totally was on a completely different train. Explain. Well, you said Ricky needs to be at the park. I thought you meant Ricky. Kazama. Yeah. Okay. Ricky I'm, like, I'm like, okay, there's a reason why we got to get Ricky Regina at the party. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a mascot, and it's an iguana. <laughs> Clark, do you have the ability to put him on the screen? He doesn't know if we, we haven't we, we haven't done it since uh, the guys moved from the Millennium Falcon to the uh, to the uh. what Battlestar Galacta Galactica. Allie checking in from Texarkana. Hi, Allie. Thanks. She says she's been busy at work. Thank you. You gotta like the friends that just drop in and say, "Hey, we're having a Super Bowl watch party. We have a mascot. We have a costume. It's an iguana." So I said to Moose, we got to get Ricky the Iguana to the Super Bowl watch party. So it's not too late. It's two no, days it's away. Oh, yeah. You thought I meant the guy, Ricky, that lets us in here. Yeah. At Baller's Rec Room. Okay. No, that's not what I meant. Okay. I, okay. Um, folks, tell us what you would like to talk about on this football Friday, 902-518-3033. I do want to get to the CFL stuff and about changing cheering for teams. I see it's hit the... Twitter wire, news wire that I'm going to be cheering for the Montreal Alouettes this year based on Cody Fajardo agreeing to terms there, my good friend. I want to ask you, have you switched allegiances of your teams in your life or is it just a rod thing? This ain't new. I stopped cheering for the Edmonton Orders the day Wayne Gretzky was traded. I never went back. August 9th, 1988. Is that just a me thing? You've been a Leaf fan as long as I've known you in your whole life. That's right. Is it just a Rod thing? And a uh, Titans fan, too. Yeah, I have been. I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I, I think my allegiances go a little bit. I, I, I cheer for different teams in different situations. But my core allegiances never change. So maybe it is a you thing. But I don't think it's that weird. Okay. Uh, there's that. And there are some questions coming in. I, there's some hockey questions coming in, which is fine. We can uh, hit from both sides of the plate, as they say. But the Super Bowl stuff is a little much i've never really known why they've got the two weeks in between games it's not a bad thing it gives time to get to arizona if you're going it gives the league and the team certainly tons of time for prep for sure but from a media aspect it's too much i don't care what patrick mahomes thinks about lebron james becoming the nba's all-time leading scorer you saw brandon marshall who's now in the media punked mahomes did you see that at the no, news conference I missed that. this is just cruel Brandon Marshall at a news conference goes, hey, Patrick, uh, Rihanna, who's singing at halftime 
at the Super Bowl said, she thinks you're the greatest quarterback of all time. How do you feel about that? Well, he answered the question, and then Marsha goes, actually, no, she didn't. And the whole room broke out laughing. That's cruel. It's <laughs> dumb. Yeah. You know? I, I hope Patrick Mahomes took it well and, un, you know. Apparently, whatever. he laughed uncomfortably. I haven't seen the clip, but I'm like, you've had too long now? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, this media stuff is dumb. The bride proposing to Tom Brady, that was kind of funny back in the day. <laughs> I guess it depends on your personal tastes on these things. Jack, the Stamps fan, says, uh, I've been a, uh, sorry, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says, I've been a Stamps and a Cowboys fan since the 60s. How about that? How about Guys, that? I move my allegiances around. What's got my attention here? Is viewer Brett Taylor writes in. He says, I'm watching on delay, but tell Rod, I saw a game at the Calgary Co-op last week and I was there. What? What? Stop the presses. You have to understand, if my guy Ash is watching now in South Florida, because he was part of these meetings that we had with A-game, he was on the call. Did I tell you that Ash was in on this? No. That's awesome. A-game's like, we're not available in Canada, but as soon as we are, we'll let you know, but we're available for Publix in the southern United States. Brett's telling us you can get it in Calgary. What? Whoa. This changes everything. Let's go. <laughs> Ash, we got to we got we got we got to talk. <laughs> this opens up this is the company that's repped by Johnny Damon and Bo Jackson and both those guys are going to come on this show. They are I was in a call with the That's founders hot. of the company. Back on point, Nelson says, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says you can cheer for your team and cheer for players. It's part of what makes the NFL captivating and doesn't happen often in the CFL. Again, it's because of that distinct lack of teams. It is. That's all. And it's, you know, when you have a high percentage, 100% of your teams... You know, having so much roster turnover, it becomes, yeah, different. But when you're in the NFL, you've got the same amount of movement. But when really it's a smaller amount of the league, right? It's tough. I knew that this might be an interesting topic. Um, well, for one, Randy in Winnipeg says they were asking the Kansas City coach what he likes on his cheeseburger. Come on. I know, I know. And I don't know if they feel that that is going to attract in new fans. I don't know. Because what you're doing is you're turning off your existing fans. You're turning me on. Click. Uh, Kevin the Medium says, I've never jumped off my Canucks and Lions bandwagon. And he hasn't. Nope. And I admire that. But it sure sets you up for a life of pain when you don't agree with what your team's doing. Like... I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm right or I'm wrong and you're right, whatever. But when Trevor Linden, I've been trying to get to the bottom of what happened with the Canucks and Trevor Linden because there was a guy in here the other day wearing a Canucks ball cap. Yeah. And I asked, do you know, did you see the guy? No, I didn't. He's one of these delivery guys or somebody here. And I said, oh, Canucks fan? Why would you wear a Canucks hat? Yeah. Especially now, if you weren't a diehard fan. He's like, yeah. And he wanted to sit and talk about the Vancouver Canucks, where we are in British Columbia on Channel 924 on TELUS. And I just said, tell me the thing about Trevor Linden. And he goes, well, I think, I think they fired him. I don't really remember. The hardcore Canucks fans would know. Kevin, you tell me, Kevin the Medium. When you, and it happens more often than it doesn't. Trevor Linden is an absolute god. You can tell him he doesn't know what he's doing? Yeah. Or get in a fight with it? Like I It doesn't happen. And as a Canucks fan, how do you reconcile that in your own heart? That here's the here's the maybe maybe the greatest Canuck ever. Yeah. Gets in a fight with management and he has to go. How could you cheer for that team after that? I don't know how you could do that. That's such a tough part about being a lifelong fan of one team. And it was the same with me as a kid with Matt Sundin. He was my favorite. I got I, I got mail. I sent le handwritten letters to Matt Sunday and got <clears> pictures <throat> back and mail back. And, you know, he was the captain and the leading scorer and all these things. And then all of a sudden he goes and plays with the Vancouver Canucks at the end. And I'm like, crisis of conscience here. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Do I still cheer for my team? Do I cheer for right. my guy? Right? And Trevor Lennon's one of the most beloved 
hockey players for any one franchise ever. Like, with his attachment to the Canucks, and then for that to happen, you kind of hate the Canucks for that, but that's your team. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, we've certainly hit on a hot-button topic. Uh, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says, uh, Rod, you've always been a Cowboys fan. Am I wrong? That part's true. And yeah, that, that was an easy one. Look at you with the Oilers. They trade Gretzky. You're out. Done. Did hurt. You know? Yeah. But I had that choice. I didn't live in Edmonton. You know, the people that do, what are you going to do? I know. I know. <laughs> you know? Uh, but as the Cowboys, and I don't mind saying, as a kid growing up on the farm, I never watched the NFL at all. I watched Major League Baseball, NHL, and CFL. That's it. So when I went away to college to the big city, it was 1990. The Cowboys were just getting rolling. It was a good time to get in with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, but I've been around. You know, I like the Cardinals. I spent a lot of time in Arizona. I really like the Dolphins. Now got a place in Miami. So, but the Cowboys are still number one. Colin in Ottawa says, now that Eugene Milnick is dead, is Vancouver Canucks owner Francesco Aquilini the worst NHL owner? Number one, let me preface this by saying we don't know enough about this to, 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 to hit on the right answer, but we can sit and kick it around for a while. Yeah. I think we can all agree the Washington Commanders owners, Dan Snyder's the worst in the NFL. And the NHL, worst owner, Aquilini, if he's not, he's up there. Pretty close. Um, I try and think of what's going on in Arizona. Um, Islanders oh, have their still there, issues, so. right? Define... What's a good owner and a bad owner? Is that about wins? Is it about how you treat people? Like, what's your definition of... Because Aquilini, they're not winning and they're treating people terrible. So, not checking any boxes in Vancouver. No. Really tough. I'm trying to think of other bad ownership groups. And there will be others. We're lucky because... Um, we're personally lucky. I mean, with, with the people that we get to be around. Like Joe Watson in Philadelphia for years and years and years worked for Ed Snyder and had nothing but great things to say about him. Yeah. And then the team gets bought by Comcast and although they laid him off, they're like, Joe, you're 78, okay? Retire. He was so heartbroken. <laughs> 78! Take a break, Joe! That didn't make me upset at Comcast and he wasn't mad at Comcast. No, it's just, but... He just wanted to keep working for them. keep working. Right. Um, the guy in uh, Vinny Viola with the Florida Panthers... And I'm around them more. Matthew Caldwell is the president. I will say this around South Florida. I'm meeting a lot of people, and I think I've told you them, that do business with the Panthers, have done business with the Panthers, and they say, what a classy outfit. What a bunch of great guys. Have I ever said to you what a bunch of jerks those Florida Panthers go? Not goes? once. No. No. The uh, vibe is very positive. The people are all in a good mood. They support each other. They get along. And I, like, I watch for these things, as you know. It's a very good owner there with the Florida Panthers. Kevin, the medium, says Aquilini is by far the worst owner. Been taken to court twice that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Uh, and John, John Ullman went up a, he says, I've been a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan since 1965, the day I was born. How about that? How about those Winnipeg Jets? They got great ownership, too. And it's nice to see that they've rebounded. Yes. On the ice. Very much so. But that's they put good karma out in the world and really good ownership. The Jets? Yeah. Yeah. I know their staff highly, highly respect the group running that And show. by the way, the Panthers are having a renaissance under Paul Maurice. So figure that one out. I know. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, we're going to Super Bowl next on this football Friday. Farhan Lalji lined up. The man who broke the Cody Fajardo story. It's the RP show. Football Friday on Game Plus Television, on YouTube Live, of course, and the radio WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Peterson Show.
It's been a very fun football Friday, and the fun continues now. TSN's Farhan Lalji, good enough to join us from Super Bowl 57 in one of my greatest uh, favorite cities in the world. Hey, Farhan, I'll stop talking. I want to hear from you, man. How is it? How's Super Bowl week? Good, you know. I mean, when you get into these rotation cities, right, like there's a there's a handful of them, four or five, that they get to every, you know, eight to ten years, and you make sure. So for me, it's my third one in Arizona. And it's a great time to be down here, right? You're not here in the middle of the summer where it's scorching hot. Uh, you're here where the temperatures are good, and uh, but bearable. And it's a city that knows how to run this event. They've got, uh, they've had the free concerts the last couple of nights. And you know, the one thing with Glendale, like or in Phoenix, when you do it here, it's spread out, right? Because you've got a portion of the event in Phoenix, right? The convention center, the NFL experience. They have some free concerts there. Then you've also got Scottsdale and Old Town Scottsdale, right, where there's a lot of action going on. And then you've got this out here in Glendale, which generally, you know, if you've ever been around the hockey team, you know there's not much going on. But they do have Westgate Village uh, and a lot of restaurants and shopping and, a, uh, and an area there where they can have a lot of activations as well. So that gets busier as we get closer to the end of the week. So um, it, it, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to get to waste management tomorrow. So that should be fun as well. Uh, well, they do have a wonderful Tanger Outlet Mall sprung up there in Glendale. So if you need to get some shopping yeah. in, you probably already have. Oh, been there. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I, I had my family <laughs> here, right? So my, my son was okay. playing in a seven-on-seven football tournament in Mesa last weekend. So I brought the family, They and then they stayed until Wednesday. So, yeah, they did a lot of shopping. Oh, this would be right in your wheelhouse, man. That is football central yeah, right I there. I don't um, get, paid, I don't get yeah. paid Rod Peterson money to afford family shopping. How about <laughs> right. Listen, oh man, I got so many things to get to with you. It's nice. I'm yeah. back in Canada, so I'm watching TSN's coverage. You're doing your thing. Then you got Duffy and Sanch uh, and the crew. They're going over to their thing. Are you guys intersecting at all? Like, explain your role versus theirs, if you don't mind. All, well, for, for me, I'm covering the Chiefs. So normally I do all the reporting, but this year, both Dave Naylor and I are here. So we were able to divide up the team. So. He's got Philadelphia, I've got Kansas City, and certainly a team I've grown awfully familiar with over the last five years and covering all their AFC title games and, and their Super Bowls. And uh, then we've got our panels, right? So this year we've also added Tara Wagland. Actually, we added her last year and you know, because she does the CFL or the, the NFL show on Sundays. Uh, her and Davis Sanchez and then Luke Wilson comes down and joins us, who's been a part of our coverage all year. Duffy's the big-time guy, right? He gets parachuted in for all the big events, including Super Bowl. He probably doesn't know anything about the NFL all year, right? But then he does a little bit of research, and then he, he finds a way to get here for all these big games. So, you know, getting the whole group together, Jesse Palmer joined us yesterday. Uh, so I, I do get a chance to see all of them daily. We don't all hang out together all the time. You know, we'll split up, you know, five of us or so. We'll go for breakfast or dinner or whatever. And uh, there's an event tonight um, with uh, with one of our partners that probably all of us will be at as well. So we, we do get a chance to spend a lot of time together, and it's good because – our crew has grown a lot over the years as we've become more invested in all things football. So it's nice to, to reconnect with all of them here. Has it ever grown with the coverage? And I'm just enjoying it immensely. I do have to say this, though, having been in L.A. last year, it's so, so, so big. You, you couldn't get to everything if you tried. Is it too big? Well, like it's insane. Ah. Uh, it is big, but that's kind of what they want, right? Like, that's what the NFL wants. That's why it's called the Super Bowl, not just the kind of good bowl, right? So it, it, it's meant to be larger than life. There's no way around that. And that's how it was always envisioned by everybody involved. You know, I, I was talking to Naylor about it. Um, the first Super Bowl actually wasn't sold out, if you can believe it. And get this, they lost the tape, right? Like, you, you don't see video of the first ever Super Bowl, right? You, you see Super Bowl two and beyond. You don't see much of anything from Super Bowl one, but it really has kind of taken off to a completely different level and you know I, when i first started going to it you know there was the maxim party or the espn party or the playboy party and that was the thing for those nights whereas now there's five or six events on any given night that you can get to all of them will be full so depends on what you're into you know i probably went harder at these things earlier in my career than i do now but uh, there, there's enough to whet your appetite no doubt You've found time to break some CFL news, including my guy, mm -hmm. Cody Fajardo, going to the Montreal Alouettes. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. Um, what could you tell us about that situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of destined to happen, right? Cody still views himself as a starter. And uh, once the Trevor Harris thing happened, where, where he was uh, going to wind up in Saskatchewan, that only left really one starting opportunity, and that was going to be Montreal. 
And, you know, people, some had pegged Dane Evans to potentially get that opportunity, and others thought about Cody. And there was some debate about what Cody's relationship with Jason Moss was. And my understanding was that it wasn't significantly strained based on what happened late last year, that most of those decisions came above the offensive coordinator, and that Jason wanted Cody to continue to start those final two games. So, you know, assuming that's true, I certainly think that there's a way for them to reconnect and coexist and work together, right? So, um, I think Cody behind a better offensive line will be better. Now, you, you don't want to blame – Cody could have done things better himself last year, right? There were times he needed to get the ball out sooner and, it, you know, whether the, the line is good or bad. Like, for years in Calgary, um, you know, Bo Levi Mitchell would all of a sudden play a game where two of his starting offensive linemen were hurt and they, they had a, you know, a defensive lineman flipping over to the offensive side and you thought, how could they function? Well, he got the ball out quick and they found ways to get it done and – so, you know, Cody was culpable for some things, but I do think the biggest problem last year is the offensive line, both in terms of its initial construction and then the injuries that they eventually couldn't withstand. So I think if he gets into a better situation, Kahari Jones is an exceptional offensive coordinator. Uh, I think, or sorry, Kahari Jones is in in, um, in Ottawa, but in Montreal, Jason knows what he's doing, uh, calling plays. So I think he'll get the best out of Cody in, a, in that situation, depending on what they're able to reel back in at receiver, because obviously – a lot of questions around the ability to acquire players in Montreal right now. That's where we'll wind it up. My last question for you. I'm getting reports here that they're working around the clock, the CFL and the Alouette's ownership situation to get a resolution. What do you know about it as we sit here today? Yeah, I think there's a lot of progress happening and that this is moving quickly. And now, again, I don't think they're all of a sudden going to announce a new owner tomorrow, but I'd be surprised if within the next couple of weeks we don't get to that point. The unfortunate part is timing-wise, February 14th is free agency. They've already lost their quarterback, right? And if you were Jason Moss, you take that job thinking Trevor Harris is your quarterback, and now he's not. You thought Geno Lewis would be somebody you'd get to throw to. Now that doesn't appear likely, right? So the timing of it is difficult, but ultimately, you know, big picture, I think this is going to get resolved before too much brand damage is done. And, you know, I want to know what it looks like with a committed local owner. Right. As opposed to, you know, the Wettenhalls were good owners. They were well backed financially, but they weren't low. And to get somebody who's fully committed and embedded in the community, who's got money, not a consortium of people, because the buck does have to stop somewhere. I think if they can have a, you know, a, a reasonable, uh, you know, contemporary ownership group in Montreal, I think that organization can succeed. A wonderful update, sir. Enjoy the coverage. I'm enjoying your coverage. Enjoy the game and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, Rod, always good talking to you. A wonderful report from TSN's Farhan Lalji from Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. One more segment for the week. Next, the Moose will rejoin for overtime. we got a viewer takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, which airs in BC and Alberta on TELUS, channel 924. We're also on YouTube Live and on the radio, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho. Hi. Oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. The studio is Baller's Rec Room. The Moose is with me here, Darren Moose DuPont. And it has been fantastic. It really has, hasn't it? It's been awesome. Uh, thank you to Ballers Rec Room for being wonderful hosts. They really got it going on. They're like Stacy's mom. They really got it going on. You know, they had the Regina Pats in here last night. Connor Bedard. I'm breathing the same air Connor Bedard breathed. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Pretty cool. How about that? Um, How about that? <laughs> fun conversation earlier, and I'm, I'm actually glad 
that I brought up to think about ownership. Well, it wasn't even me. It was one of the audience said, worst owners in sports, the Aquilinis, the owners of the Canucks. And quite frankly, we can't really think of any others worse. Don't shoot the messenger. And also talking about changing sports teams, your allegiances, do you or not? Frank is watching in Airdrie, Alberta. Apparently, we're very big in Airdrie, Alberta. Frank on Game Plus TV says, when the Houston Oilers left Houston, I left them and became a Dallas Cowboys fan to this day. Well, that's, you're forgiven because that goes back to the 80s. That's close to 40 years, right? You've been a Cowboys fan longer than me. I didn't become a Cowboys fan until 1990. When I happened to go, color television, whoa. (laughs) I'm such a hillbilly. I don't know why anybody watches (laughs) or listens to me. I have no idea. Dougal Cameron in Calgary watching on Game Plus TV regarding ownership. He said, Robert Kraft would be a great owner in my mind. Al Davis was a great leader. Controversial, but his players loved him. It's an interesting thing there. We all know the trouble that Robert Kraft got in, mm-hmm. and I believe he's now out of. Al Davis, I mean, you're in the entrepreneurial world. What do they say? The founders, the first generation built the company, the second generation maintained the company, the third generation destroyed the company. <laughs> You've heard that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, Al Davis's kid, Mark, is like one step, like, foot in the frying pan every day it seems like to me mark davis al's kid the owner of the las vegas raiders um some comments here wayne in victoria bc says man i can't believe that the rp show is almost over already it really is the fastest two hours on tv i know right it is on the ownership thing what's like interesting was the guy who built the company the first generation They wanted to build it because they enjoy building it. They love football or they love the organization. So they build it and they keep working at it because they all, that's what they love. It's their passion. The second generation maintains it. It's not really their passion, right? You know, but they'll maintain it because they were close enough to it. The third generation just likes the money. That's why you see the third generation sitting courtside, sitting in the luxury suite, but not actually doing anything to build it. They're just enjoying spending the money. It's what they say. I'm sure there's exceptions that prove the rule, but oh. largely, if you look at companies, that's kind of the way that it goes. Yeah. Look at Wettenhall, the Alouette's owner's kid completely botched everything. Look where they are. Look where they are now. Well, not long ago that the Alouettes were at the top and the idol of the league. Right. Allie uh, in Texarkana, she's laughing at my term, hillbilly. And I am. I don't know what to say about that because I went to speak to a group of delegates, if you will. Tuesday night, a room full of delegates from Viterra, a grain company. They have no idea that I came from the farm, like no idea. And they seemed a little, at first they thought it was cool. This kid, he's a farm kid from a small little town. And then I said, I hated farming. I was terrible at it, which I was. And I couldn't wait to leave. (laughs) Ooh, they didn't like that either. (laughs) You know what I'm, it is what it is. But it's the truth. I see you pre-reading the message. Yeah. We're talking about Robert Kraft. I mean, it's a good point. Jerry Jones has had his transgressions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin says, uh, Colin in Ottawa says, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has got in trouble with the ladies too, Rod. All you got to do oh, is Google no. it. And it's, it's, a, it's a personal thing. And I'm glad that we can all sit here and kind of laugh a little bit. You know what I mean? And have fun with it. Because there's an article today at USA Today. I keep telling you I'm going to cancel my subscription. And I never do. Because I really love the paper. I've been reading it for decades. I love the USA Today. And it basically said the NFL, Roger Goodell, is lionizing Jim Brown. And I didn't even know what that meant. But they're making him out to be a hero. And, And the writer said, look at all these incidents of... Abuse, yeah. sexual abuse. Where do you draw the line? It's a very dangerous time in society. And I'm kind of at a place now where it's like, if I'm not a Jim Brown fan, I'm not a Browns fan, so it didn't really offend me. Bobby Hall was before my time, so I'm not really going to get into that. 
but where do you want to draw the line on what, what do you want to cheer for or not? Because look at the Michael Jackson thing in Vegas, you know, uh, I've said, well, you, what are you going to watch that tribute for? He was accused of this, this, and this. And yet he's selling out every night in and, um, Mandalay Bay. Where do you draw the line? I don't know. It's very difficult. You have to take it case by case, but you go to this, you know, down the road where you just, you don't want to offend anybody, you don't want to upset anybody, and these are all important things. Like, it's not cool to offend people and upset people. But no. at some point, you know, it's just like when we're not able to make mistakes, it's just like in sports, getting rid of the referees and turning everything automatic and generic and everything becomes just beige. And then we stop watching because we don't care. Yeah, because we don't want that. It's all it becomes predictable, and we don't want that either. From the audience, Jen at the Four Seasons says, "Well, Roddy, may <laughs> she says, may see you Saturday night at the Pats game. Otherwise, I'll see you and the squad on Sunday. Go Pats, go Eagle. You're gonna see me both." Uh, and Allie, by the way, says, "I know some hillbillies, and I don't picture you when I picture one Rod." Well, here's one that'll prove to you how big of a hillbilly I am. If I don't see you in the future, I'll see you in the past year. <laughs> Boom. How about that? Hot damn. Oh. I got a million. I'll see you in the past year. That's good, that's, eh? That's really good. Uh, Glenn Erickson in Medicine Hat. You know him. Yeah. He's a hockey guy, and he's a golf guy. And he says, I've watched so many U.S.-based media personalities yuck it up the past two weeks. has bordered on nauseating. Looking forward to the Super Bore this weekend. <laughs> what? That's good. How about that? Uh, Tr Trevor in Winnipeg says, good show. Thank you. Appreciate you. Nelson <laughs> says, it's a great day for hay. That's good. Ryan on radio checking in says another great show, RP and crew. And don't forget about Top Gun. You can tell all your friends, Darren, that in Atlanta, you're known as Top Gun. Yeah, and according to Andrew Walker, I was talking to last week, he called me the Forrest Gump of broadcasting. He's like, you're showing up everywhere I look on my social media. <laughs> he called me the Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump showing up everywhere? I guess. Oh, and Kevin the Medium says, Eagles will win on Sunday. Tank it to the bank. How you know that? it doesn't work that way, Kevin. Don't. He's misleading people. I have this pendulum that answers questions. It does. It answers questions. You've seen it. A pendulum. I ask it questions. It goes yes or no. I asked, who would win if the Cowboys would beat the 49ers? You know what it said? It's a get out of here. It you, said that. Did you make your Super Bowl pick? The Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll take the Eagles. Perfect. See you at the Four Seasons on Sunday, everybody. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.